0: You are listening to the Healthy Leader Podcast with Tracy Fisher, episode number 16. Welcome to the Healthy Leader Podcast, where it's all about optimizing your health, energy, and performance for your mind and your body. And now, your host, Master Coach Tracy Fisher. Hello there, and welcome, everyone. I have to tell you that it is really cold outside right now. I was just out with my doggies, and it is too degrees out here and it's pretty much like that well not two degrees but it's cold across the entire united states and it reminded me of this great quote that there's no such thing as bad weather just bad clothing. (laughs) I think that's a Scandinavian quote. And so even though it is really cold out there, there are certainly people who are committed to getting out there and doing their thing, to moving around, to walking their dogs, to getting some fresh air and enjoying the outdoors, no matter the weather. And I'm going to share a story about someone who is doing just that in a really big way a little bit later here in the podcast, because he is committed. And that is what this podcast is all about. Now last week I talked about the concept of whelm and finding your whelm, which means instead of being overwhelmed or underwhelmed, instead of feeling like there is too much to do and not enough time to do it and feeling anxious in our bodies or feeling underwhelmed, being unimpressed or bored, the idea of finding your whelm is finding that sweet spot where you feel challenged and engaged and confident about what you are doing. And when we're overwhelmed or underwhelmed, there's this tendency to want to feel a different way, to make ourselves feel better. We want the boredom to go away. We want the anxiety to go away. And sometimes we use things like food or alcohol or shopping or droning out in front of the TV or Netflix to make those feelings go away. And so I gave you three C's to use to help you get out or stay out of overwhelm and underwhelm, and to find your whelm. So I encourage you to go back and listen if you haven't already. And the third C for getting out of that whelm was commitment, to follow through on your actions no matter what. And so I want to dive into commitment today and give you a different way to think about it, especially if you have something that you want to do and you haven't done it. So as we start going here, I want you to get something in your mind that you want to do. Maybe it's getting a promotion or quitting your job and starting your own company, or losing weight, or cutting down on drinking, or creating more intimacy with your partner, or getting a partner. Maybe it's writing a book, finishing a project, having that conversation that you haven't had. So think of something that you've wanted to do, but you've just been circling around it for a while, maybe for even years. So here's the thing about commitment and leaders. You are a leader, so you know how to commit. You know how valuable it is to follow through on your word, especially when you are leading and other people are counting on you. You know how to plow through work and to get it done no matter what. You are really good at making things happen. You know how to commit It's part of your success. And at West Point, we had a saying that came from our cadet prayer, and that is to choose the harder right instead of the easier wrong and never to be content with a half truth when the whole can be one. And I'll leave a link to the cadet prayer because there's so much more to it and it's extremely inspiring. The idea is that having the courage to follow through, especially when it is hard or difficult, really defines this essence of commitment so I want you to notice how you think about commitment. So most of us think about the action piece. Of course we do. Because when we act or when we follow through or other people follow through, it is a physical demonstration of the energy of commitment. Nobody can see your commitment meter in your body. right? Nobody can see that. Nobody can see your commitment. They can't feel how committed you are. They can only see your actions. And, and that's why actions are so very important. I'm reminded of my dad and how committed he was to his wife Annette. Now she was a two-star in the Navy and I remember how he supported her. He had retired from the Navy and had gotten his law degree and oh boy was he committed to her. You could see his commitment because of the way that he treated her. He would get up early with her, he would iron her uniforms, he would make meals for her, and he would listen to her so attentively you could just see his commitment in the way that he acted towards her. That is commitment in action. I also have the privilege of being inspired daily right now by a friend of mine who is committed to a cause. Kenny is walking across America. Kenny Mintz is a classmate of mine from West Point and he retired from the army last year after 34 years, 34 years as an infantry officer and he had six deployments six as in one two three four five six talk about commitment to our country and to freedom and to his fellow soldiers and sustaining freedom for all of us and I've heard him speak about his commitment to the people that he worked with and it's extremely inspiring and just really noble and it chokes me up a little bit to just think about it about the commitment that he has and so This commitment continues if that wasn't enough he's retired he's decided to walk across America yeah walk in the snow in the rain in the heat all of it why because he is committed to a cause several causes actually he's committed to honoring his mom who courageously battled pancreatic cancer and he is committed to keeping her spirit and memory alive because she taught him what it means to wage hope and to choose joy He talks about her commitment to a better life when they moved across country and started brand new when he was just four years old. He's also committed to honoring those who did not come home with him, and also those who did. He's committed to creating a new life. He says that he's walking out of his old one and into a new one and seeing the country. And so he's committed to this cause, and he walks every single day to prepare for this time when he's going to walk across America. He's going to do that in April. And so every single day he posts his walk in our Healthy Leader group, and it is extremely inspiring. And so those are two examples of commitment in action. And I know that many of you have things that you want to do in your life. And maybe it's not to walk across America, but maybe it's to lose weight or to improve your relationship with your spouse. Or maybe it is to do something big and audacious like Kenny is doing. And if you aren't following through, if you're not getting up every day and walking, if you're not getting up every day and doing the thing that you are committed to or that you say that you are committed to, the question is, why not? And I believe that the answer to that question is because you aren't committed. Now, I'm gonna be really careful here because there can be a tendency to beat ourselves up or to judge ourselves when we're not committed. There's definitely a difference between wanting something and committing to it. And we're gonna talk about how to do that. And if you're not following through, do not fall into the trap of thinking that, you know, you are not disciplined enough or that you don't have what it takes or you just can't get it together or there's something wrong with you. And we also do this to other people. We say, hey, if you really wanted it, if you were really committed to it, then you would actually do it. And that type of thinking doesn't help. So I wanna take away the judgment of not being committed and to really understand what it means to be committed and how we can create commitment. And so what we want to do is to become aware of those moments when it is time to get up and get walking or when it is time to say no to a drink or to food or to move through an urge when it doesn't serve you for what you want in the long run. Maybe it's even about pushing away from your desk or turning off email and setting a boundary. So we want to become aware of those moments and start to understand where the disconnect is between wanting something and truly committing to it because it happens in those moments. And so I want to share with you how to shift from wanting something to being committed to it over and over again in those moments. And I'll start by sharing two separate definitions of commitment. And there are two of them, one of them I like and one of them not so much. So the first one is, and I'm going to expound on this, is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. I like that one. The other definition that I found and I wanted to share with you is an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. Now. That doesn't sound fun, does it? <laughs> but that often describes how people feel in that moment when it comes time to act, when it comes time to follow through. I often hear people say something like, I don't want to restrict what I'm going to be eating for the rest of my life. Or I want to be able to enjoy an occasional cigar or a glass of wine. I don't want to feel restricted. And that way of thinking, that belief in the restriction aspect is what causes us to feel stuck. Now, this is a really big deal. And the reason we feel restricted in those moments is because of how we are thinking about it. We are thinking like that definition, that this is an obligation that restricts our freedom of action. And we think that if we don't react to our urges or what we want to do in that moment, then somehow we are denying ourselves joy or freedom. And not only is that not true, but the opposite is true. When we manage ourselves in the moment, when we are able to shift, from wanting to commitment especially when we don't feel like it then we are creating the ultimate freedom we are creating freedom from being unhealthy freedom from thinking about our challenge 24 hours a day and why we can't get it together freedom from the angst and anxiety that comes with that that comes with not living in alignment with what we truly want that is freedom and commitment in those moments gives us freedom so in order to create commitment in those moments when we need it the most i want you to think about that first definition of commitment the state or the quality of being dedicated to a cause think about that the state or the quality that is the state of your mind and the state of your being to simplify it it's your emotion of commitment this is the art of creating commitment have you ever felt committed Have you ever known beyond a shadow of a doubt that you were going to get something? That is commitment. That energy in your body is like, I'm getting this and nobody is stopping me. I may not know how, but I am committed. Maybe it had to do with seeing someone for the first time and knowing that you're going to make them your life partner. Or maybe it was a certain job or a promotion or getting into a school. I remember that feeling when I was on the soccer field. I was committed to getting that ball. And this was especially true when I was younger. And the only reason that I was even aware that there were other people on the field was to gauge how I was going to maneuver myself so that I could get to the ball first. That is a great feeling. Just even talking about it, I can feel the energy of commitment in my body. And I also remember what it felt like to lose that feeling. And even though I didn't know what it was, when I look back, I realize now that I started to lose commitment when I started paying attention to who is in the stands to who was watching me and what recruiters were in the stand. And when I did that, I lost my commitment to the ball. I lost my focus. And when we do that, it becomes easier to see other options, to see how we might not get the ball or how we might not reach our goal or how we might need a break or how we might need to put off our goals for a little bit. And when we lose that energy of commitment, we're less energized. It feels wishy-washy and it is certainly not as much fun. So there are three elements to commitment that I'd like to share with you to use in those moments to help bring that energy back so that you can follow through and have your actions reflect what you truly want and what you are committed to. So the way that you can remember how to practice the art of commitment is to literally think about the word commitment. And I'm going to break it down into its syllables and then build it back up. So I want to start with the ment part. Ment is a state or a condition. It's a place where action happens and I want you to physically point to your forehead. This is the place of action right between your two ears. This mentation happens in your head. It's your thoughts. It's your decision to be committed. And this goes back to that place in finding your whelm, where you have to decide first and foremost what it is that you want. Now, at the top of the hour, I asked you to think about one result that you wanted to commit to. The question is, did you do it? Did you even decide what you wanted? Many times we just don't even decide, we don't set the goal. So set it now, decide, use your mind to decide what you are committed to. Then the second part is to focus on the commit. And here's where I want you to point to your heart because I want you to think about what it feels like for you to commit. What does that feel like in your body? For me, I know what it feels like when I go back to the soccer field. It feels so good to have that energy in your body. So close your eyes if you can right now (laughs) and feel how much you want that result. Imagine how you will feel when you achieve that result. Right now you have the capacity for creating that energy in your body before you achieve the result. You have the ability to create the energy, to create the commit in your heart. This is how you use your mind, the mentation of your thoughts, the decision that you will make in your brain to create the energy of commit in your body and you can literally do that anytime. This is a master meta the ability to create energy in your own body, the ability to shift your own energy, especially when you don't want to do it, especially when you're tired, especially when your feet hurt, Kenny. <laughs> Or the desire for the food or the drink is so intense, right there at those moments are when we get to practice the art of commitment. So when you put those two together, the mentation of your mind and the commit in your heart, then you have the ingredients of commitment. And commitment is the action. You've got the ment, you've got the commit, and now you have the commitment. And those are the three steps to creating commitment. That is the art of creating commitment using your mind and your heart and aligning that first so that you can take the actions that you want to take. So before I let you go, let's practice the art of commitment together. Right now think about what it is that you want. It might be around your weight, around a relationship, something professional. Get clear in your mind and decide right now what you are committed to. And then imagine yourself already there imagine the joy of being in a body that feels strong imagine waking up with a clear mind and ready to take on the day imagine the immense satisfaction of completing that project imagine being with your family and enjoying being with them feel that energy in your body create it right now you have the capacity to do that that practice right there of using your mind to create energy in your body that is the art of commitment and when you do that now you can act your commitment to action is so much easier when you are not in resistance but are actually in flow when you are feeling that commitment that's how Kenny feels when he wakes up that's how my dad felt when he was loving his wife So you get to do that in moment after moment so that you can be committed to what it is that you truly want and what you truly do deserve. So this is not a one-time deal, right? You don't just commit to it once, you get to commit to it in this exact way over and over and over again. Use these three steps where you use your mind to ment and then use your heart to commit and to bring those two together to create commitment in your action over and over and over again so keep in mind that it is a practice it's one thing to know how to create commitment and it's a totally different thing to actually practice so keep practicing keep committing to your results in those moments and never ever settle for a half truth when the whole can be one. Hey there, if you are ready to take your well-beingness to the next level, come visit thewellness.coach where I've got lots of free resources. And make sure that you type in thewellness.coach, not .com, and I will see you there.